0: The real deal now Ooh. Gonna kick your sorry ass out on the street That's <laughs> you know what you got You should think you on the street We're back to bad Cause your ass is dead meat Victory sweet Bring it on. Here's a receipt Bring it on. What you gonna do about it? Bring it on. Is that what you got Bring it on. what you gonna do about it, Bring it on. Gonna kick your sorry ass But what you gonna do
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lowdown Wrestling Podcast. My name is Robert Fuller, and we turn to the show is one of the authors of the wrestling blog, Tom Horseman. Tom, welcome back. Thanks for having me back. It's great to be back. Thank you. Um, And we are continuing our series celebrating 10 years of Money in the Bank, and we are talking about the two matches that took place in 2011 pay-per-view of Money in the Bank. And it interested me because um, this is the first pay-per-view that I reviewed as a blogger, and also, it's interesting in terms of the landscape of WWE, especially for the War Match, concerning what was happening with CM Punk at this time.
0: Yep, um, it's almost like the Money in the Bank matches um, took a back seat to the CM Punk shenanigans. But I mean, they—they they both, in my opinion, we'll get to—we'll get to them during the podcast. I think both of them uh, held up on their own, especially yeah. the. Uh, the role match with uh, Alberto Del Rio and then the crew. Yes,
1: definitely. Um, So um, when you first heard about Money in the Bank, what did you think about it as a concept?
0: Well, um, to be honest, I was away from wrestling. It was was during my my, uh, hiatus period when they came up with the concept. So basically, I just paid – blithe attention to it. I, I think I saw the first one I saw was the one that Mr. Kennedy won. Yeah. And he never, um, never cashed in. Cause you know, he got hurt uh, and, uh, edge won it from him and everything. It was, it was, um, it was, it was pretty much, uh, a decent concept though. A bunch of guys falling off ladders. I mean, what's not to love about that. Um, yeah. the first one that I saw when I was back in, on wrestling was uh, 2009, which was CM Punk's second uh, Money in the yeah. Bank victory, and uh, so and oddly enough, uh, two years later, you know, CM Punk uh, was the centerpiece of the second ever Money in the Bank pay per view, only for reasons other than the briefcases.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, yeah, I mean uh, it's the for me it's a because this yeah. the first pay per view for me was. Uh, I went to make we money in the bank and then the year after that I started read, 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 read the blog and obviously I was planning to make it start it at Summerslam but as I was preparing to you know, make it get not set up that's when CM Punk did his promo I was like well I'll be stupid not to start it at this pay per view um, so we'll get to the world one later on, we'll start with the Smackdown one which is for the World Heavyweight Championship um, the competitors of on this one are Seamus um, Sin Cara, the first version of him, Daniel Bryan, Wade Barrett, Justin Gabriel, Cody Rose, Hugh Slater, and Kane. Now, I have to admit, when I first looked at this, these competitors, I'm like, why the hell are like, half these people even in this match?
0: Well, I think, um, at the time, I mean, I was, I watched it, I rewatched it last night, um, just, just to get myself re- refreshed to the idea, because it's been a while, since so I've seen, seen the pay-per-view. Um, But at the time, like Wade Barrett, uh, Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater were about a year removed from being in the Nexus. Yeah. And they were also, uh, WWE pretended the core was a big deal when it really was just the, you know, warmed over garbage. But at the time, like Slater and Gabriel were still pretty much names enough to get in on the match and, and just be, be fun, relevant additions, um. They're not, and they're not not even the most um, WTF additions to either match in retrospect because Alex Riley somehow got himself in the raw match and
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been doing thinking like big things out of Riley and that obviously um, didn't happen. Um, I think he's still confident on NXT L- at the minute. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, personally, uh, when I first watched it, I think I put it to to win this, and I thought. Seamus could, could win it, Diane Bryant could win it, Way Barrett could win it. I liked Cody Wells. He was going through his gimmick at the time where he um he had his face destroyed by Wayne Mysterio which she was wearing like a clear mask and stuff like that, which I quite liked. Um uh, people were like, well, you know, kind of really. Um the contents of this one are Michael Cole, the King, and Booker T. Uh, and, that and
0: Michael Cole was in his full sort of um um annoying heel And he was all in on, going in on Daniel Bryan, which in retrospect just took away from the match so much. And I think Booker T deserves all the credit in the world. I mean, Booker T right now is kind of a terrible announcer, but then he, he was doing God's work just trying to, uh, to, to counterbalance Michael Cole's utter cacophony.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, um, well, the reason I mean, Mr. Booker T, because, uh, well, when all the guys come out, he picks Sheamus uh, to win the, the match. Um, spoiler alert, he's not going to stick to that decision. <laughs> um, no, and, no, no. Although yeah. I think
0: the most memorable moment in the match, even more so than, than Brian taking the briefcase because um, his moment was was kind of anticlimactic, just sort of yeah. like he was alone. The most memorable moment in that match was when Sheamus um, nearly murdered Sin Cara.
1: Yes, later on, yeah. Um that's probably one of the most memorable ones. Um so we get to the match, um Dole stop brawling and we left a Kane, Sheamus and Barrett on it. And then uh double close out by Kane onto Sheamus and Barrett and uh Kane then starts to drop a ladder. But we get a few baseball slides, Brian baseball slides the ladder into him and then when Brian drops the ladder, Gabriel instead of baseball slide that ladder into him. uh Sickard tries to do the same but um Satan and Gabriel moved the ladder and hit him with it. And um we get the first climb of the day, we gave getting sort to climb up but uh Brian does like you know, it's kind of like two footers kick, um flying kick um off the um uh, off the ladder from the top rope. And then uh we get Rose involved here. He throws Brian into the ladder, he starts to climb up but Seamus stops him. And there's a nice bit of that I like when um Rose goes for his disaster kick on Seamus Seamus ducks and um he hits Leave Slater instead so he gets knocked down. And then um Going a bit back and forth with the dude. There's a bit where, um, Kane, um, throws a ladder at Sheamus and Rose, and then he hits. You, know, you know I mean? You've got a size, Is a size super, same as sidewalk Lamp, because i could got Cole, two different things, for the second well, I think it's going to be the same move.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't really, again, this is probably another, I think, of the, the announcers, you know, just not being on the same page, and Cole just trying to, so far into his, you know, own self that he, uh, and Cole's never been good at calling moves anyway.
1: Yeah. I uh, know, um, so we get to, um, we get a nice bit where, um, Kane starts to climb the turnbuckle, buckle, but Sinkara hits the Enziguri in him, and then you get Brian, uh, go to that area and move to get Brian, hit a suicide dive onto Barret, and then Gabriel flies on the cane on the outside, and Slater dive, does like a cork through, um, dive onto Rhodes. And so you see Sinkara does a crossbody the Seamus. And yeah. uh that's nice bit when, um... Sinkoff, I think, has been involved here. He, uh, hit the drop kick on the Slater. Um... Then his Gabriel with a springboard elbow, then Hulakurana, and then, um... Does it in Siguri, and then he it does, it does the finishing move with the ball from the top turn, marker, but the uh, car is facing away from and wing, and Brian, you know, Brian's facing into the wing. And he kind of flips the... It like, does, like, a moonsault, but taking him with him. Yeah, um, that's the, um... The, the Spanish fly, I believe. Oh, okay, so, yeah. I, I, I could not remember what that move was, because I don't...
0: Yeah, it's, it's not called the Spanish Fly in WWE, it was called the something or another. Um yeah. and Sincar only used it for a hot second. Um I, I think it was you know, once he came back from hit from the injury in this match, he started
1: using the Swanton bomb. Yeah. Or as they call it in Mexico, the Sintanatomico. Wow, right, okay. Yeah, because I, I actually thought it was a good move, it plays one of those moves but not that maybe that's might be a bit complicated to settle. Well, it, it didn't help that in his debut match,
0: him and Chavo botched it, and then they just went right back to the top rope and did it again like nothing happened. Yeah. Um, Paul Burchell, uh did a, did a version of it, actually a more impressive looking one, on the uh, on the actual mat
1: without being on the top rope. Yeah. Um, whatever happened to Paul Burchell anyway? <laughs> I don't know. I know what happened to his sister because she was in TNA for a bit as a winter and then she left there about of years ago.
0: Yeah, and she's still sort of lurking around Southern California.
1: Yeah, and other other areas. Yeah, I mean she's quite big here because even though I think even though she's born in Germany, she was brought up in England. So obviously um, in the UK, she's you know, no UK fans know of her. Um, and also at the minute, we even though TNA is obviously been bouncing around channels in America at the minute, um, it's, it's on it's on free to air TV here in the UK. So oh really? You know, yeah, so I mean I'm. I mean, I'm not watch TNA in almost a year because I just I don't know why I just just like I don't really watch that much wrestling anymore because of work and other things. So I've kind of like put that aside.
0: Yeah, you're not missing much. I mean, I haven't really really seen a lot of TNA either. Yeah. Uh, so because uh, I mean, it's it's just there's so much other wrestling out there. It's just I support the indies, and then there's you know Ring of honors on TV now, and then yeah. Lucha Underground. I'm trying to catch that. I go out of my way to get to catch Lucha Underground. Yeah, watch I watch so much Disney. about that. It's... Yeah, it's 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 something. It's that and NXT right now are the only two uh, wrestling programs that are worth going out of your way to watch. Yeah,
1: that's true. I need to get back at NXT as well at some point. Um, we know about Sin Cara. Uh, Booker T now changes his mind and today's going to pick Sin Cara to win the match. And um, I think King, I think King calls him out and I was like, oh, "Didn't you pick someone else anyway? earlier?" "No, no, no, it was Cara." Um, Sin Cara. Yeah, Booker T. Booker T was always always about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um Sinkar then drops a ladder but he gets a big boot by Barrett. And then uh Barrett bridges a ladder between the Spanish North table and the wing. And I'll get <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> um and then he goes to close out like Sinkawa, but he misses his arm on the wing post. Um Sinkara gets destroyed by a broken hit by And then he power bombs Sinkawa from the apron through the ladder. Uh Yeah,
0: and that's um that was one of those moments where, um, at first like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool moment, you know? Yeah. And, and then yeah, you know, they're, they're putting Sincar in the neck brace on the stretcher. And then I'm thinking, wait, is Sincar going to win this? Are they going to do an inspirational stretcher, stretcher, uh, spot? And no. <laughs> the, the, the minutes, the minutes pass and, you know, there's no sign of Sincar. They forgot about him.
1: Yeah, that's so, true. um, well, what I did laugh about Booker T, he, uh, mentions that he always tried to avoid ladder matches and stuff like that. Uh, cause like, do end the career. And I remember, I think it was on a SmackDown 2 weeks before this event, cause he, he had taken part in the Money Back ladder match before. I, I think it was WrestleMania 23 to put it in. And, um, and they were asking, well, oh, what's, um, what's, what's like on the Money Back ladder match? And Booker T goes, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he goes on like talking about it, and Rico goes, "I thought you didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> like, make up your mind." And I did find that really funny because, but is comparing like the morning about ladder match to some, like a war experience, like Vietnam or something, which I found um, quite funny. Um yeah.
0: Well, to be fair, I mean, you'd be in there. I mean, every single one of these these ladder matches seems to have had um, some kind of casualty, if, if not. Um, as memorable as Sin Car's. I mean, these guys are, are taking bumps everywhere, um, and if not injuries, I mean, remember 2010, the last WrestleMania um, one, where Jack Swagger was on top of the the ladder for like five minutes trying to get the briefcase off. You know, yeah. I would get flashbacks about that just for the um, just for the absolute embarrassment. Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah.
0: Um
1: so pretty much um Shane and Kane drop drop a ladder and fight over it and then um when they get over it then Rose, Brian and Kane all come over the ladder. Uh Rose and Brian break the tense and double team Kane and then they fight each other, but Kane comes back with a ladder. Uh you get to see uh Sim Carl taken back taken in the back by the medics on the stretcher. Uh Kane climbs up, but stopped by uh Barrett, Slate and Gabriel. And they um they also stopped well with the climbs up and the stop line as well um and a nice bit because they used to be part of the core, and that kind of fell apart quite quickly, but Barrett's like well, well I'll guess Gabriel said to go like right, look you, you start stay here, and make sure I get up there's no puppet um he to yeah, just a
0: comment on how how different Wade Barrett looks then compared to now like the the, the baby face and the um the the little baby fat and He's big, but he's not like defined. And now he's just like, like someone vacuum cleaned all the, um, all the all the fat off him. and He's got this beard. Yeah. And He's just like, he's
1: wiry. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I was I was quite like quite lightweight, like but I think he's like one of those guys. that WWE are quite reluctant to push further than where he is now, because I think the same with Dolph Ziggler. The, with Dolph he had the World Heavyweight Championship title when. Well, he doesn't seem to be anywhere near that sense. So, um, I'm not, I'm not being biased because he's British and he's thought of now where I live now. But I always thought Wade Barr is a guy that could be you know a future world champion, but I don't think WWE see that in him.
0: Which is a shame. I mean, it, it, uh, the report came out today that Vince McMahon apparently thinks that the only person who's the only people who are trying to grab the brass rings are. um. Seth Rollins and possibly Roman Reigns, not not Roman Reigns, possibly Dean Ambrose. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Barrett, I mean, it's it's a shame that he thinks that because it's really not entirely their fault. It takes a very dedicated human being to um, stay dedicated to your job after it's clear that the people in charge have any faith in you. Yeah. I mean, if if um you were working in a regular job and uh, uh, even like in a restaurant and you the only shifts you were given were like the 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 graveyard shifts the end at the end of the night or in the middle of the day when between lunch and dinner when when no one uh was in the restaurant like if you weren't being shown faith would you put the effort in yeah. and it's a matter of whether you're new to that job and you think that if you put the effort in, you can, uh, you know, get better shifts. But if you're there for a while and, and guys like, uh, Ziggler, um, Barrett, uh, Kofi Kingston, you know, they, they've been there for a while and, you know, they they just keep getting like started and stopped and they get thrown into stories that don't go anywhere. So like, I can understand if Barrett is not, uh, you know, if Barrett is not totally enthused about grabbing Vince McMahon's imaginary brass rings right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, I but him. I mean,
0: the dude, the dude is electric on the microphone. He's done a lot better in the ring. So like, right yeah. now should be the time where he's ascending and and maybe you know taking on um, Dean Ambrose in, in, in a highlight feud away from the title once Reigns is ready to, to take on Rollins. But. Yeah, you know, this is WWE we're talking about. It's, it's like the end of
1: Chinatown. You know, forget yeah. it, Jake. It's it's WWE. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. Um. But when uh, So we get gets about, he starts climbing the ladder. But of course, they they change their mind and attack him. Um. And then Gabriel Slater climbs up and fights him out. But Rose tops the ladder. Um. Rose does one of my favorite finishing moves, the Crossroads, and he does it on Slater and Solo. Uh, and then when he starts to climb up, uh, Seamus stops him and hits him with an Irish curse backbreaker. Uh, then Seamus climbs up with Ryan stops him, and, uh, I want, on date, Ken and Seamus do a move that I quite like, is that, um, they do the Doomsday device, that they do Doomsday? Yeah, I, I think I remarked on
0: Twitter last night that they, that oh. that they, they were a, uh,
1: Hulk smash? hi TJ, that's
0: my son TJ. Okay, that's fine. Um... I think I I remarked on Twitter that last night that 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 combination was like a a derelict a homeless derelicts Road Warriors doing the Doomsday Device and yeah I was probably I was probably a little bit mean but <laughs> yeah. I think I, I might have felt um how uh Bubba Ray Dudley felt when he uh when he saw Harper and Rowan
1: do the 3D so yeah I what you mean um. On my computer, so we um, pretty much at that point. Uh, Shane starts beating on Kane, and then uh, Kane hits him with a big boot, and then slams uh, Roses and Gabriel. And then uh, after Kane and Brian fight on the ladder, Brian hits a DDT on Kane. Um, Slater and Brian start to climb up, and Slater hits Brian with a net break off the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slater climbs up, but Brian stops him. And then um, there's a bit where um, I it was about to use a ladder to pretty much like propel Slater off the top rope. Now, now that um, was my cane. favorite.
0: That was my favorite spot in the match. That didn't involve someone like uh, being injured for for months afterwards. Yeah.
1: Um, and and the thing
0: was, it Kane
1: almost didn't catch him. Yeah, that's true. You see, before I saw it, it seeing me just like he, although like he kind of lands on this, on Kane's shoulder, but yeah, the... Kane was just sort of like lunging forward to uh.
0: To catch him, and it was like uh, he almost missed him. Yeah. And, and it was almost bad, but thank God uh, Heath Slater but like this is ripped. What... Uh, to to survive another day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um and yeah, but that, that that was good a good way to eliminate him from the match. So I think that the final comes down, or was he involved in the final? I I I don't know. I know Barrett was there. Was yeah, he? Uh, he gets involved
1: so, a little bit later on.
0: It was Slater and Gabriel or was it yeah. Barrett Rose, and, and
1: and um and Brian? Yeah, um, um it does end up with um Brian Rose Brian Rose and Barrett, but uh, before that, um pretty much like Shame gets a bit more involved, the hits broke kick and all that stuff. And there's a bit where um Kane stops Shame slammed the ladder and shock slabs him onto a ladder. And then um Kane gets hit with a Disaster kick by Rhodes and then a wasteland by Barrett. And then just Gabriel, The earlier on they kind of wedged uh, a ladder in between two tombuckles. And Gabriel. And yeah, there's
0: the um, finisher mania at this point.
1: Yeah, um, and then Gabriel in like probably a very small space managed to do 450 splash on Kane, which I thought was, what was um, very impressive. Okay. And then uh, Barrett thanks him for that by grabbing and Gabriel and then Wasteland and him out of the wing of the Slater. So that's they now both out um, pump handle by by onto Rose, and I thought Rose would be out of it for a couple of minutes, but he's straight back up, and he close lines Barrett over the ropes, and, um, getting there now, where uh, Brian and Rose are now fighting the ladder, and bows joining them, and then, uh, yeah, and, and Brian, um, ha,
0: uh, tries to put him in the, uh, this is the one spot in the match where, like, and I love Brian, I thought he was the, the, the best, um, even, even then, when he wasn't getting his due from WWE. Yeah. But, like, I thought doing the submissions on the top was more a
1: spectacle, but it was, like, it it, it, it felt more dumb than anything yeah. else. Yeah, I see what you mean there. um, Because after he does that, pushing him off, and then uh, Brian tries to with Brian the Wasteland, but Brian stops him and just kicks off the ladder. And then uh, with Kay, with uh, Michael Cole, sorry, um. Not being happy on the mic, shall we say. Um, Brian loves the briefcase and wins the match.
0: Um, and uh, when I when I watched this um, originally, I watched it live. Um, yeah. I was... Um, I was... I
1: was trying to
0: speak to a man. I was trying to speak man. I speak man. Here you go, kid. Um, like, we, we were, we had, I had company over, and we, we ordered from the pizza place, and, like, the food, the, the food came exactly when Brian was about to win the match, and oh, okay. I was I thought Barrett was going to, I thought Barrett was going to knock him off, and, and then, like, I, I turn around, and Brian's got the briefcase,
1: I'm like, now I can eat. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I didn't, uh, I said, well, I picked Sheamus to win this, because I didn't, I was, well, because I'm still just getting back into wrestling at in this point. I always thought Brian was a guy who I didn't think was quite ready for that kind of opportunity. I could see it in him, but I didn't think he was ready for that just yet. But obviously, WWE thought otherwise. Um, do you think he was the right guy to win?
0: Um, absolutely, yes. Um, I mean, at the time, people didn't see in him what Triple H... I mean, I have a story. Uh, one of my friends uh his friends with with with, Dan, with Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan and and he said that Triple H went the bat for him. Yeah. Um I did, said Dad. said McMahon didn't know who he wanted to win. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> didn't McMahon didn't know who he wanted to win. You know, he was doing that. I Shh, Shh, okay. okay. Uh McMahon was like waffling again, like he normally does. And Triple H yeah. said, well why don't you let Brian win? And so there it happened. And and um the thing was, I mean, they did, they didn't really they didn't have any plans for him at the time, but I think he proved retroactively that and I, and like the charisma was always there. It was just unconventionally they didn't really let him show it in Ring of Honor and it, like he, there was still the hybrid dolphins thing with him and Paul him and Paul London, you know, on yeah. YouTube where London was definitely high and Danielson was just sort of acting like he was high or maybe he was. I don't know. But they were, but, but it was just like absurdist stoner humor, and, and and you know, like he proved it retroactively that he was worth the investment, and uh, and if you look at it, I mean, Barrett was too hurt, you know, yeah. going forward. Uh, Seamus, I mean, they can still save Seamus, and I think they will, but like they 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 kind of blew their load with him a little too early. Yeah. Um. And everybody else was just, you know, there.
1: So why not Daniel Bryan? Yeah, that's great. I see I where you're coming from there. Um so we'll uh, fast forward to the um, the cash in. Um attack place at the TLC pay review in December. Um at this point, uh, the world's Heavyweight champion was Mark Henry, who was just a destroying dudes left wide left centre. And uh, he was involved in a few of the big shows. I think it was a chairs match if I remember correctly. Um it was, it was something pretty violent. I think yeah. it was a chair match. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, he yeah, was. Um, pretty much, show wins. Um, Mark Henry doesn't take that well and proceeds to completely destroy Mark Henry's chairs. Um, so while Brian, sorry, well Big Show is laid out, uh, he died of Brian's music. Brian comes down, pays Big Show, and wins the World Health Championship. And it says Big Show. Yeah, and,
0: and it was. I, I didn't see the pay per view, but I actually went to the role the next night. Oh, where, um, in Philadelphia, where. You know, Brian had that one last send-off where he, people who got to love – who loved him, they got to cheer him. Him, uh, CM Punk, and Zack Ryder against, and they wrestled, I think, Alberto Del Rio, uh, The Miz, and I forget who else
1: in the main event. Yeah. But, I mean, um, also, we did, like, the did the big photo of all the champions. Uh, yeah, it
0: was, uh, if you can't get behind this, uh, then, uh, then this is the future. And, and the funny thing is, the only person – uh, left standing from that photograph is Kofi Kingston and, and he's found new life. Yeah. The new day.
1: Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I mean, I know Zach was there but he's nowhere near the level he was at that time and all the other guys have well left. or are or, or seriously injured in Brian's case. Um and one thing I liked about Brian's ring, he's kind of I don't know why Teddy Long cut and like Giving him like title shots all the time, uh title matches all the time, and he did this like slow, subtle heel turn, which I really liked. And then uh, he was always like trying yeah. kind to of, like, find a way to I mean, obviously the way it ended, I didn't like the way it ended, it ended like 18 seconds when uh Seamus like goal well, kicked him to death of WrestleMania. Yeah, and, and that at the time uh, I was sort of in disbelief.
0: But I, I think it turned out to be the best thing for him, and I think that's been that that analysis has been done to death, so I think we're. Yeah. Going, I think I'm just going to
1: let that go because
0: yeah. I mean everybody knows that story and how it ends. Yeah.
1: And right. yeah, I know um, what you mean that. Yeah. So we're we'll, uh, we now fast forward to the war Monday match, and this is obviously very important because of the uh, main event that's happening between CM Punk and. Yes. Don't that for the Championship. Um, I mean, it's funny to
0: believe that, that in, of the people in that match, um, let's see, uh, two of them are in AAA right now. Um, one is a shell of himself in NXT, yeah. if, if you, you can call it that. He's he's injured. Um, who else is in this match? Uh, uh-huh. there, there's Miz, who's, you know, I mean, Miz is, is settled into a role that he's very, he excels at he's just not the the main the, the uh, WrestleMania main eventer that he
1: was anymore and he probably never will be yeah sure yeah so um, just to talk about we had them um, a of the real Kofi Kingston Jack Swagger Everborn, R2, Alex Riley Mason Wayne Mysterio uh, it's funny
0: it's funny that the most um the most relevant people in that match are are, a, are are part of a comedy uh troll trio and the guy who came out and and said, and, and on Raw the other night, and, and and basically tried to cut a promo on a match that he wasn't in. Um, actually, that's not true because I think Miz is more relevant than our truth. But but yeah. still, I mean, Born is in ROH right now, and it's just it's just amazing how much the landscape can change in a short
1: time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, it also did try really interest me because while um, before. Like the week beforehand, you know, come to his promo, he got fired, that the uh, number contenders match. Uh yeah. the Rio wins that match, and then obviously John Cena goes and want Cena put to come back and though goes like from number one contender back into the mud in the Band match. And that what kind of Cole says, and, you know, this is no, it's, it's not fair because he, he he got his um his number of you no know, fair and square and now he's lost it. So um I think with this one, I think I did pick up versus the wheel to win, because, I mean, I would a Yeah, it was a good It was a good
0: uh, way to uh, inject some story, even though it kind of foreshadowed who was going to win.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, one thing I like about the beginning of this match is that um, W grabs uh, a ladder, so Kofi gets one, and all the competitors get a ladder. And what I love most is that uh, when they did, like, when they had those competitors, like, an interview on the war beforehand, when they speak to R-Truth, he's going for like his, his like, powering conspiracy theory gimmick at the time. And um, he was like so oh, he was talking about how he was afraid of heights. so um he gets the um the smallest one and then um, slides in which I thought was quite funny um also I forgot yeah, the, 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 um the mini ladder it was yeah uh... yeah he would like check and see what size it was and all that stuff and it's like oh that's
0: a small one and I think I
1: yeah it was truth down.
0: was doing some pretty next level uh character stuff at this point oh yeah
1: I, I loved it and then um obviously mm-hmm. kind of and it kind of goes this kind of like crazy guy game that I think he's still doing it at the minute. Um so the match starts with um everyone attacking D because he attacked them with a ladder the wall beforehand. And then um Booker T, with his pick on the night goes with Evan Bourne. Um Dario gets like buried alive on the ladders, which um which is quite similar because the shows had that done to him twice over the ten years of Money in the bank. And then, uh, um, Miss Baseball Slice Mysterio onto wheel's ladder tomb. Um, then, uh, Miss and R-Truth are known in the wing with ladders, and attack each other before Swagger hits down with the ladder. And then, um, the, as the Swagger hits, instead the ladder, um Born and free climb climb up it, and the ladder topples. Um, we get a bit where, um, it gets involved in the So, okay.
0: I think, it's, um, I think the beginning of the match was, was was a very good visual. Yeah. Um all the guys at the ladders and it sort of comes together towards the end with another other really big spot that I liked. Yeah, that's true. Um but yeah, I think the, the sort of like the tension in the air uh was better. I, I think maybe the SmackDown match had better big spots. Yeah. But this match better conveyed the sort of um the restlessness that uh, CM Punk had put onto the uh, to the event.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean, um yeah, it's because it's it was like, like so much they won the fuse well every money in the bank match beforehand didn't really have much of a story going into it. And this one did no but it had nothing to do with the competitor. it had to do with the championship at the time. So which I thought was um a quite interesting way to go about it. Um we get a bit weird to we do all the um Get the area movie spots so you get um pretty much you get swagger and miss on the outside and it dies on them and then our does a sent on the swagger uh miss and Wiley. and then uh kofi and Mysterio do area moves onto all of them and then uh along the aisles like this massive ladder uh, and Evan, Evan ball climbs up to that and then does airborne onto all of them um I would like those spots we get like those do like. Do that like, area moves onto like a bigger and bigger like wrestlers.
0: Yeah, that that might have been um the big spot of the match. Um, and in terms of his his um his shooting star presses that he's done in WWE, it, it wasn't particularly the best looking one. But I, I think they were going for more um the visual of of the ladder on the outside, which you know, you know WWE hasn't really done that particular spot before.
1: Yeah. I see what you mean there. Um, we get a bit now where um, Bourne climbs up and Miss and risk tries to stop him, but he grabs a hold of the briefcase. But uh, real top of the ladder and send Miz and born like to the floor. But Miz injures his knee and his chest back empty and he gets taken to the back. And yeah, and
0: this, this is the... um, <laughs> this is the, I thought, oh crap, the... Yeah, uh, someone's injured again, and he came back out. He the, the stretcher spot actually was Miz, and which is funny because Miz at the time was a super heel. Yeah. So giving him the sort of like the inspirational comeback spot was very much baffling. Yeah. For one yeah. and yeah. two, um, like he was cheered when he came back, which is like mind blowing since um. Like, he, he represented everything that, that Punk
1: sort of hated about current WWE, and it was in Chicago. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, we get to that in a minute, but I think what we think was having the pay-per-view so far, you had Sin car like, taking on the powerbomb through a ladder. Um, by the way, um, the reason he was taking on the match right early, because he failed his first, he had his first strike on the drugs test, so, um, so pretty much, and I think that's think about it, he only been in WWE for like two months, and then he he's had to get hit hit with no hit with a drug ban. Yeah, and he, uh,
0: yeah, which is just they um, Sin Cara was sort of the the poster child for what not to do. Yeah, um, they put a guy in a mask who is used to working to the right, which uh, for those, uh, I mean, it, I, it's it's a kind of an insider wrestling term refers to what side of the body you do moves to Yeah. in America. And I think nearly everywhere else in the world, um, people work to the left, which means they're always, you know, working with the left leg or, or they're doing moves to the left side of the, of the, of their opponents. And uh, in Mexico, Lucha Libre, uh, they work to the right. So you're basically g- giving someone who is like a mirror image then telling him to work to a side that he is not used to working. Plus he has like the mask, which, which, which was, uh, to me, I, it seems more blinding and more, um, sight restrictive than his Mystico mask in Mexico. He goes right to the main roster where he should have done NXT or at the time it was FCW. Um, he should have, uh, um, you know, they should have watched them closely. Maybe worked with them a little bit more. Got a be- got better translators, and then he goes and he fails the drug test. Maybe because he didn't know yeah. the wellness policy, or he just didn't care because his ego was big. I don't know. I I, I mean, I'm I i do not know uh, know that guy. But it was just like the, the textbook on how not to build somebody. And I think they learned their lesson, which is why you know Prince David and Kenta went straight to NXT instead of the main roster when their worldwide stature was very much on the same level as
1: Mystico's was when he came to WWE. Yeah, that's true. Um, and also with him, I mean, uh, pretty much with both versions of Sin Cara, I mean, it's great seeing him in ladder match with area moves, but he's not a guy I can never see winning only because he doesn't speak. And I presume WWE will like a world champion who can speak. Yeah. Uh, which is
0: it's, it's, it, which is stupid because I think um, um, wrestling is a language unto itself. I mean, yeah. you you uh, you can you can get over just by wrestling and, and emoting and body language and all that sort of thing. Now, was Mystico Sinkara the guy to do that? Eh, I don't know, but I mean, the idea that uh a top guy has to speak is, um, you know, it, I don't think it's impossible for someone who, who can't talk to be on top.
1: Yeah. To put it that yeah.
0: way. It helps though. Okay. I, I agree that it does help, but <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, we're not going to be now where, um, Mysterio on truth, like Paul, um, kick a ladder on the Mysterio. And then Kobe does, uh, a boom drop of on truth from a ladder. What was pretty cool. Um, COVID, one thing I, I did find funny is that Kofi um, kind of starts like dancing to celebrate, and Booker T bitches about it, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you do Spinny Rooney all the fucking time. Yeah, uh, I think the
0: thing, the thing about um about the the boom drop off the ladder was it wasn't off a, a set up ladder. It was off, I think it was off the uh, a ladder altar that was sort of set up in yeah. between the second and third ropes. Which I guess it was they were looking for more. Maybe not height but sort of balance and yeah. but it was still cool looking nonetheless uh, i I'm hot I run hot and cold on Kofi Kingston as a for, as a wrestler in the ring but the boom dropple has always looked good
1: oh yeah I don't like you. and and I't feel okay, like I know, it doesn't do it often enough is SOS or like that movie does as well yeah that's
0: the um that's what I'm surprised I let him do in wWE to be honest because it's uh it's kind of a head drop, but I mean I mean I, I mean he doesn't do it that often anyway. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um tried tries to spare Kofi but um Kofi uses ladder to like he was like in he's like, in between the ladder's being set up and then he kind of uses he kinda of uses that to you now move himself above that wheel and do we just crash into the announce table. And um now used the ladder to get into the wing and dumped on it and um is like I feel like Aladdin, like, append, like a ladder, like a like like a seesaw position, and then um that like sends the ladder into Swagger's head, and then Mysterio hits Truth to Six One Nine. I get like probably my second favorite moment of this match is when um everyone's kind of on like different ladders and they're trying to grab the briefcase because brief, all that like, kind of hitting it. Yeah, that brief, was going, that around. was the visual, That
0: was the best visual of the pay per view up until the main event. Yeah. Because it sort of hit home that, hey, this this opportunity, we might be able to use this tonight and be the hero of the company. Yeah. Because it wasn't like CM Punk's sort of um, diatribe. And uh, it's just. It was just. It just. It, it fit the moment well. Yeah. It, and just fun. seeing all the hands golf and the, and the briefcase swinging back and forth and. I'm sure Jack Swagger had a few flashbacks. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: That's so. true. Yeah, um, but the wheels are supposed to be pushed off and goes head first onto the ladder that then resumes into the road. Um, and then Swagger goes down, followed by Bond and Wiley, and then, uh, Truth is pushed off and then Mysterio. Um, Kofi is all alone, but Swagger climbs up and but the ladder topples and it sends them both down. And then we get to my favourite moment is that, um, you see, you hear these cheers, as he missed, like, like, even though he's packing on one leg, going 100 miles an hour down the aisle. The crowd is cheering. Cole is losing his shit over it, because he's a big, brown, he, he's a big fan of the Miz at the time. He's like, come on, miss, come on, miss, come on, miss. As think he climbed up, and I thought that would have been a brilliant ending. Um, perhaps not, not someone to do to the Miz because he was a heel at the time. But person who won the baby faces would be, I thought, be
0: a great way to end the match. I think in retrospect, it especially seeing how the awesome truth turned out and ended like, yeah. I think Miz trolling, doing the troll subversion of the inspirational, um, stretcher gimmick comeback. Yeah. And then feuding with CM Punk afterwards it would have been a far better sort of thing than, uh, than what we got. I mean, there's just so much to redo from that summer of punk. Yeah. Um, like number 1 Kevin Nash uh <laughs> you know being involved just it's just not a good time for anybody yeah um yeah. And, uh, and then there's um y- you know the, the awesome truth which was a, a great angle but <laughs> it sort of took a turn for the, the the shitty when you know first Beth Phoenix was like oh us us girls are afraid and then yeah. sort of the walkout angle where, like, CM Punk, who just fought Triple H because he's, a, he's an authoritarian stooge, put his jacket on and side it with management. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, John Cena uh, pretty much uh, saying that Alberto Del Rio's gimmick was fake, like, breaking kayfabe in that promo, and, and it just... Uh, and then like the, the end of the awesome truth angle which ha which was had to happen because Truth like failed a drug test. Oh, uh... drug tests. Um and then they were just served up to the rock as like as as breakfast and it's just like man, like the second half of twenty eleven WWE could have set itself up for life. But instead now we're it just sort of like sputtered and and kept the status quo at least i don't don't think it's shrunken i think it's grown but not to the point where it could have grown yeah and now we're at the precipice where they can maybe grow and and boom again with with these um nxt guys coming in and and these all this sort of buzzing around about the new talent that's coming in um and there's kevin owens Sami Zayn, neville all these guys who have seasoned themselves outside of wwe in, in in charged environments that aren't Orlando and you know, I mean, but it it could have been just an addition to the last boom period, not another, another start, which, you know, with Vince McMahon, you you can't really trust it.
1: Yeah. I see what you mean there. Um, but when, but pretty much Mysterio stops, um, Miz from doing a sensitive power bomb, Trump booze, Mysterio starts to climb up, and Del Rio is in hot pursuit. And then he eventually stops Mysterio by pulling off Mysterio's mask. And some residents that's like uh, Mysterio's kryptonite because as soon as he takes his mask off, that's it, he can't do anything. He has to like cover his face, and that's it. Um, Del Rio like pushes him off the ladder uh, onto another ladder, but I think he pushes him too hard because of momentum. Right, Mysterio swims back into Del Rio and he falls to the ground. Um, and then Del Rio. You know, gets pumped up, puts a ladder, um, onto the, um, no, puts a ladder up, plans up and wins the match. Um, and that's it. The, the, uh, the buzzer duel is the War Money in the bank. Um, that would not be the last time
0: we saw him, uh, yeah. on this show. He, he came running out and I think CM Punk, either just kicked him or he clotheslined him. Uh,
1: which
0: is just one of the great moments, um, to end of the pay-per-view uh just <laughs> just it's like Alberto del rio running out and just getting murked right away it's just like absurdist comedy in the middle of this poignant moment and it actually worked yeah it's true like it, like john lauren like everything about like john lauren is making his debut as an on-screen character getting murked by john cena leading right into cm punk winning the wwe championship um, the, 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 foil Del Rio, uh, ca- cash in Vince Man losing his shit, uh, CM Punk <laughs> leave, leaving the arena through the crowd with that iconic sort of kiss you goodbye. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and it was just like, I don't think WWE, if they even tried to be able to duplicate something as authentic and chaotic as the end of that pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, it's, and uh, I think. And some cards, you know, the Extreme Rules 2012 card may have been better top to bottom in terms of match quality. And the same with the Canadian Stampede. Uh, WrestleMania 30 had that just amazing catharsis. But Money in the Bank 2011 is a moment. And WWE love prides itself (laughs) on making moments. And
1: it's just not... You can't you can't script it better than that. That's true. I mean, it's um, it's I think I personally think it's one of the best pay reviews they've ever done. And um just everything, I think um all the matches were pretty good. Um though they never seem to have even though it's a bit weak, there's only six matches, but I think like they I think yeah, both just, the in the bank matches were very good. Um
0: yeah. there's the um the big show Mark Henry matches it wasn't wasn't boring. I mean Mark Henry would have a much better match at SummerSlam with Sheamus. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: there was the World Heavyweight Championship match where Christian won the belt on a disqualification, which was a great piece of troll booking as well as it was one of the better matches of their series. I remember the Orton-Christian series being terribly overrated because Orton wouldn't bump for Christian, and there was no drama because yeah. it was Christian taking all the big moves. Yeah. Um, but they made it work. Yeah, I think so. No, so- it was just... It, the match quality may not have been as good as some other pay-per-views, but I think in terms of general atmosphere and things that happened, and the um the endings, the, the ending was just perfect. Yeah. They fucked it up, but it was perfect.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, hopefully I'll I'm hoping to do a series about uh CM Punk in the, you know about this CM Punk Summer Punk in the near future. Um, but we got to stories clashing now. We fast forward not as much as Diamond, Ride, but to uh, SummerSlam. Um, pretty much like, to am not sure that pretty much. Punk leaves the company, comes back eight days later. Um, by this time, John Cena has become the new WWE champion. So, yeah. they both have a, both have a match, because they're both champions, so they both have a match to determine the undisputed Heavyweight champion. Um, uh, Triple H is a special guest referee. Uh, CM Punk wins the match, even though, because of Cena, he very rarely loses clean. He had his foot under the ropes. But Triple H didn't see that, and, you know, tough shit. Um, seeing Punk, like, celebrating or something, and then, just for reasons, I can't remember why, but, um, Kevin Nash runs in, uh, and just power bombs the fuck out of Punk, uh, Triple H is going, what the hell's going on? Uh, and then, uh, Rio uh, runs in, um, hits Punk with an and wins the WWE Championship. Wow. Uh, which I thought, I thought it was nice cash in, um, Probably, it was a bit unusual having Kevin Nash return to do it, especially since they don't actually him and to actually fight um, at all. But um, I thought it was quite a uh, good cashing. Yeah, it, it, it,
0: it I mean, the, the Del Rio cash-in at SummerSlam would have made would have made sense even without um, Nash. I mean, I don't want to spend more time I need – to on this podcast, talking yeah. about 2011 Kevin Nash because yeah, yeah, uh, there's just nothing, nothing to talk about but disappointment and ruin. Yeah, but um, but yeah. yeah, that was that was definitely a thing that happened.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think one thing I would have loved to have seen is that uh, kind of because like was like the like the new version of Million Dollar Man. I w- I would have loved it if he kind of pays someone to attack CM Punk or the champion. <laughs> Because remember, like me and Dollar Barney, me and Donnie Barney, when he was going for his game. We used to like buy a swimming pool. We used to, like, I think there was one time he bought the number thirty spot in the Royal yeah. Wembley and stuff like that. So I would have it's loved, a, I would have loved to see something show. like that. Like
0: big Show, you turn Big Show again. Who, who yeah. cares if you turn the Big Show? The Big Show is just like a guy you turn. That's, that's his gimmick.
1: Yeah. One was, week
0: he's one week he's a good guy. One week he's a bad guy.
1: Is, that's just how he is. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it probably would have been something a bit different because um, all of the. Uh, all but two, the all but one, the cash at this point have been them season opportunity. Uh, so it would have been nice if they see that way, you will kind of pay someone to create an opportunity, and then it'll, it'll capitalise on it, kind of thing. So I thought that would have been made it um, a bit fresh. Um, so i will just briefly talk about this year's money in the bank because um, they're announce the guys taking part a bit uh, later than usual. Uh, we've got Dolph Ziggler. Um, Neville Roman Waynes, Randy Orton Corey Kingston Sheamus and Kane oh sorry Corporate Kane is going to take part in this year's Money in the Bank ladder match um, yeah. do, you think that's um, a, do you think that's a good group to have or do you think you would like to see someone else in it um
0: to tell you the truth I would like to have seen Owens in that in the match as an addition instead of him versus Cena because I think you might well, you should probably have let Cena get a win back against someone who isn't Owens here just that as a way to sort of feed his entitled um, bullshit character that he's running right now is sort of where he's like old and delusional. Yeah. Um, And I think that um, I would have loved to have seen him in the match and actually winning it. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, you can't argue with, with the group that's in except for Kane. I think Kane should be out the pasture right now. Yeah. I think if WWE had um, any modicum of intestinal fortitude, they would let Neville win the uh, the, ba- the briefcase
1: yeah.
0: and just have him hold it until a time where, you know, he, he he cashes it in sometime, maybe after WrestleMania, or or sometime around Survivor Series, you know, let him let him cash it in, um, as a uh, as a, as a pre predetermined cash and not. As a sneak attack, because I, I don't think you can turn him heel on the main roster.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I, I think that um, it's either going to be Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. And I know Brock Lesnar's not scheduled for the match. But the rumors are that he's just going to barge in any way, take the briefcase, and just
1: Bail. use that <laughs> as his
0: end. Because I can tell you right now, people are saying, well, Lesnar has his rematch coming to him. And, and I think there's an easy fix around that. Uh, Stephanie McMahon like suspended him, so the authority could very easily say you don't get your rematch.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas now he's at the briefcase that's that's ironclad. Yeah. So, so I, I think it's either going to be Roman Reigns or um or Lesnar, yeah. but um I don't think we're getting a surprise winner this year, which is a shame because surprise winners work I think pretty good pretty well. First time champions, um, and, and Reigns will be a first time champion too, but it's, it's yeah. but you know, it's, Reigns is just, he's established now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I think I, I think he's going to be my favorite because he's not a guy, who, I mean, I'd love to see like Dinkle, out uh, maybe like Sheamus winning, it, but the seems three have to push in remains, more than the one majority of fans think he should be pushed out at this, at this minute. Something that will continue, and um, I think Roman way will probably win the match. Um, yeah. So, Tom, where can we find an internet?
0: Well, I have the wrestling blog, which is at wallsofjericho.holic.blogspot.com. Or if you can't remember that, um, I you can do a do a Google search. You know, for the wrestling blog, I get a lot of traffic via via Google searches. Um, and basically, you can just find me on Twitter. I, I really don't have much of anything else going on except for. The wrestling blog, as you can hear my son in the background. Uh, yeah. I, I, parenting takes a lot of time, and uh, I just don't really have the desire to, to, to write for anybody else, especially if no one else is paying, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, like if no one it, – but it's just – but you can find me on Twitter at T. Holzerman. Uh, I tweet a lot. I tweet too much sometimes.
1: So <laughs> – Okay, um, and you can find the podcast, we'll so to that in a minute, on lowlandwestern.org.com. And I do paper reviews and occasional opinion pieces at lowlandwestern.blogspot.com. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, is at lowlandwestern.org. So, um, Tom, thank you for being on the show.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I had a great time.
1: Yeah, and uh, join me next time we continue our 10 years of money bank where we've done, I want to talk about the matches at 2012 in so until then, take care and goodbye. Money, 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 money. money.